Uh, welcome everyone, this is the Chat Footy Podcast. I am a dejected Chris Phelps and my co-host today and very, very good smug friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. <laughs> I like to think more effervescent than smug, <laughs> but, but actually this weekend you might be a little bit right there. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately guys, good old Ben, he's not with us, he's got a prior engagement, but oh boy, did he want to be a back on again today. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Dave... I don't even know where to start. Where do you want to start? You can choose. Well, I think we should start at the first game of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's head back to last week. So I, I, I was sure that United would win because Mourinho, you know, I've never liked the football that he played. But he's, he's been effective, you know, over his career. And he has lost a little bit of that fairy dust that he had, you know, earlier in his career. Certainly the wit and the sharpness, uh, just in press conferences, that seems to have gone. You know, you just get the bitterness now. But he's still a top, top manager. And I just thought, well, you know, he's still going to, over the course of the season, churn out these results. West Ham have not had the best of starts. You know, they invested a lot in the summer. Um, but, it, it, you know, it's, it's going to take till Christmas for them to gel. So, you know, it will be a dull game to watch. I think I was probably mostly right there. Um, but, you know, United will churn out a 1-0 or, or maybe a 2-0. And so uh, it, it was a bit of a surprise the way it went. Well, I actually said to you, know, I didn't know what to expect. And, I, and we spoke, obviously, this week, didn't we, as well, off, off podcast. And I was not confident at all. And I think them players are not playing for him at all. And that's not an excuse. I think as a United fan, I don't think there's one person could understand how you can play an inexperienced holding midfielder as a centre-back McTominay from nowhere. He's looked quite bright when he's played, but he just, the whole team for me, I mean, he dropped Sanchez, he dropped um, Mata and that had gone back to the bench, which he always seems to bring you, but he flicks and flops between the team. Um, you've still got Fellaini and Matic there, two defensive midfielders, and everyone said it. Ashley Young on the right from nowhere, they put him right back. You know, it was very, very, very bizarre team. And Owen Hargreaves kept saying, Dave, like on the, on the commentary, you know, they don't know what they're doing here. They don't defensively know what they're doing. And West Ham's goal, it wasn't even like they got a bit of luck. The second goal was lucky, obviously, but, but they made their own luck because it just went down the right. And Luke Shaw, who I've, I've praised and, and been one of our best players this season, Sabaleta skinned him for pace. Yeah, and then just, odd, wasn't it? Yeah, just whipped, whipped in a cross. And it was, I mean, it was a great little flick from uh, Felipe Anderson, who coincidentally yeah. is in my fantasy team, which is quite good. But I think he is anyway. Um, but genuinely, I, I, I wasn't surprised, Dave. And, I, and I've got to say, the players are not playing for him. So the whole Pogba sideshow, you know, I, I said last week, get rid of both of them. And I, I'm of that opinion now, even more. The Pogba was terrible, messing about, you know, he subbed him after about 70 minutes. But Mourinho, I think. I'm not a, a fair weather fan or someone who's just knee jerk going to go get rid of him. He's crap. I remember everyone calling for De Gea when we first got him, saying how terrible he was. But you could see he had to. I know De Gea is a player and he's a manager, but enough's enough now. And I, I think hand on heart, and I'll be completely honest with you, Dave. You're going to love this, and Ben's going to love this. <laughs> I end up searching out other football matches at the moment to watch, just to enjoy uh, to watch attacking football. Now I didn't. We'll get onto that in a minute. I didn't 
enjoy the, the Chelsea Liverpool game, but <laughs> I can certainly um, be jealous of what's actually going on on the pitch and then the sort of dynamic play of the teams. And, and that's what I end up doing, I end up watching some sort of European game or, so, you know, just some Premier League game where I'm totally neutral, hoping for a bit of attacking football. And I've, I've only come to that conclusion over the last day or so, especially after yesterday. And I'm thinking, you know what? You've just got to be honest sometimes and go, you know what? We're shit. And he's a bad manager now. Who's who's getting sussed out completely? And he's he's, as you said to me the other day, his style of football worked and was effective. It's does not effective anymore. He hasn't got whether he's not got the players or not. He spent a lot of money, and we're just at a situation now. And I just think the best thing we can do, Champions League's looming on Wednesday. Valencia's just going to come and wipe the floor with us. I think that could be the the final nail in the coffin on Wednesday. For being honest. Well, again, I mean, I, I've remained positive about how United will, will do this season. So um, I'm going to keep doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's working. Just in case that's the, that's the magic ingredient. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. keep uh, doing it. But I can't help but think, you know, he does just grind out results. And especially when it's backs to the wall. When, it, when a team like Valencia comes and, and they, they go to attack, they have a lot of the ball... I've said this on on this podcast, on our coaching podcast as well. Mourinho's he's an out of possession manager. You know, it, it, they didn't look like that on Saturday, but but normally he has his teams well organised, and it, it's about nicking those goals up top with the quality that you've got. But a lot of what goes on in the coaching, uh, you know, on the training field, it, it seems it's all to do with when you don't have the ball. So. For a team like Valencia, I think I could well see him getting a result there. It, it's the games like the West Ham's and, you know, when you're expected to actually do something with the ball, that's when I think, you know, you might you might struggle this year. But what I would say is we saw this at Chelsea, didn't we? In his yes. second stint, that it, it's almost the same. The two things that stick out to me as being the same are the players just, well, as you know, there's three things. So he, he's just starts starts to come out with just bizarre things in press conferences and, you know, blatantly attacking players. And, you know, at Chelsea, it was the physio, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and so there's that. There's... Um, there's the fact that the players on the pitch just actually look like they don't want to play for him and then there's the third thing which you know I've, I don't think I've thought this of any other manager but I thought it with Chelsea then and I've thought it with United now is he trying to get the sack <laughs> and I, I, I laugh but I'm kind of serious it, yeah. he just seems to be you know pushing it even more to say like you know well I've got my contract so, you know, and I've still got my reputation. I could still walk into a top job in, in Europe. You know, even Moy's got a couple of other jobs, right? You know, after he yeah. left United. So, is he just trying to get a big payday or what? It it seems like that, Dave. It does. And, and I think as well, he's like, he's, he's, he had a little dig at the fans. Now, the fans have been loyal to him. Now, the only way to get Mourinho sacked, you know, would to get rid of him. United fans are probably one of the most loyal fans you get. You know, pretty much, you, you're going to get people kicking off and that. But on a match day, you're not going to get them. If you if someone boos around you, which I've seen it, you know, a couple of times, they literally get punched or like you know, off and outside because it's like you know, if you if you're going to boo someone, 
Like, I remember in Boone Fellaini, there's a couple of like day trippers around me, and that was the worst thing they ever did, Dave. They might as well have been wearing an away shirt, you know, for, and you just don't do that. I grew up knowing that no matter who, how bad then, you know how much I don't like Fellaini. I'm never going to boo the guy while he's, he's on that pitch playing for my team, as much as I don't, it's not necessarily his fault. So, so did everyone support Moyes right to the end? Yeah, everyone did. That, that, no, what, what about I mean Bengal? Is, <laughs> yeah, no, no, they, no. What I mean is, Dave. I, I mean, on when they're at Old Trafford. Oh right, I, when, I when remember, the match is on. When the match is on. Right. Don't get me wrong. I, I remember. Um, I put it on Twitter yesterday. We played Fulham in the FA Cup. Uh, Moyes had been there for about five months. He'd obviously Rio and Vidic and that just down tools completely, and they just were injured and weren't playing. Van Persie didn't want to play for him and all this stuff. And we played them, and Wilfred Boney scored a belting header, and they beat us, I think it was 1 0. And the team was the worst I'd seen at United ever. And obviously, it's a shock for us all because we'd had Fergie the season before. And I knew then, I thought, he's gone. Um, yeah, he's, he's definitely gone, you know, 100% gone. And he gave him a couple more months, and then he was gone. And Van Gaal was the same. You could just see it was going, and that was the end of it. You know, we won the FA Cup and all that, but the football was terrible. Now, the football is worse. Under Van Gaal, it is under Mourinho, but I agree with you, Dave. There's just something there where I, we spoke, obviously, uh, privately the other day, that he's still staying at the Lowry Hotel in Manchester. He's got the lo he's the longest-serving hotel guest ever at uh, any Manchester hotel because he's been there for nearly two and a half, two and a half years now, nearly three years. Yeah. He's never settled his family in London, so there's no long-term plan there. And I know some of the stuff I've heard about some of the youth players who were promised they were going to get in the team and then all of a sudden he just says, right, you're out. You know, you, you're going alone and he's found players out who have who've actually turned down permanent moves to premiership teams, some of the youth players, and they're stuck in limbo, especially one of them. I'm not going to give his name away because obviously yeah. it's speculation, but it, it, I've heard that pretty much from his old man, through a friend of mine. So it's like, he's not liked at Old Trafford and I think... I can live with that. The first season I can live with it because we won trophies, but not now. It's like, it, we were second last year, but we're not playing like second. I mean, I've looked at the, the looking at the goal difference now, we're minus two. The goal difference, have you ever known United be minus on anything, Dave? You might get it the first game or so if they got beat or something, but not seven games in. You know, we're, we're nine points behind you in City and there's not a cat in hell's chance we're going to get anywhere near you looking at the way we're playing. No, I mean, uh, even last year, though, I mean, you finished second, but the, the football wasn't that different, was it? It, it no. wasn't exciting to watch. No, no, it wasn't. You could pick City away and Crystal Palace away when we were 2-0 down in both games and we had to play. And that's what I thought yesterday. Yesterday, I thought we're 2-0 down. There's a bit of urgency. We scored. I thought, right, here we go. He makes two subs, brings Pogba off and... Martial and brings Matter on and Rashford and Rashford scored immediately and I thought, right, we are on. And they just walked up the other end of the pitch West Ham taking the mick and Berry does. And it was like, that is yeah. just awful. I mean, until he gets that defence sorted, we're never going to go anywhere. Yeah, I, I do have to say, what a lovely goal from Rashford. Yeah, good flick, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, how, how often does that actually, is that going to come off? Um, I don't know, but, but it was pretty damn special to hit that you know, at the pace that was whipped in to to get his back heel on it in that angle, you know, the only place in the goal that he could have put it to score, I thought was brilliant. Um, it was. But only only surpassed by the goal coming right after. <laughs> yeah, straight away and out of it. Yeah, it was a terrible goal. I to have to say, I mean, 
what a ball by Noble. I mean, a great run by Anatovic. Yep. But Noble held on to the ball. He was waiting for the pass, waiting for the pass, and he timed it. And the weight of the pass was just perfect. And uh, yeah, he, he just—he panicked a bit, didn't he, Anatovic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a good player, and he's got the Ibrahimovic's about him, and that arrogance. About well, it's—it's it's funny because you—you and I were doing the more so. You was doing the our little experiment with the gossip, uh, the foot, chat footy yeah. gossip podcast in the summer, and he seemed to be. It was a reoccurring link, wasn't it, all the way through the summer that he was being linked with United, and it, mm. and he stayed there, but. To be honest, if he puts in more performances like that, because he'd hardly trained that he'd been injured. Yeah. He puts in a, a few more performances like that, you know, and has a decent season. He won't be there next year. No, I don't think he will either. I just hope he doesn't, because he's a big fish in a small pond. I just hope he can do that and elevate himself. I know he was a Barino into Milan when he was a youth player, wasn't he? But yeah. he's got something about him, definitely. Uh, anyway, Dave, let's not depress myself with that. Let's depress myself with the next game. <laughs> now, your boys... Uh, just, just the very last thing I'll say on it. I, I think, you know, you listen to the commentators and whatever. It does seem... I think everyone's expecting Mourinho to go now, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, let's see. I still think... You're right. I mean, if they lose in midweek in the Champions League, then it makes it pretty difficult, you know, pretty untenable. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised now if the hierarchy at United were looking at alternatives. Yeah. I, I, in fact, yeah, I know we we're going to move on to Setsuke, but I would say, Dave, I'm not convinced by Zidane. That sounds absolutely farcical to say it, as he's won that many European Cups and La Liga and that. But that was his first ever coaching role, wasn't it? He, he was in the reserves around Madrid yeah. and they got promoted within their structure. A bit like Guardiola when he left, you know, and they had that, uh, obviously I know he... They had passed away, didn't he? Tito Dingy and that, but it, it was within that structure with them players. You're always on a winner, so I think it's one of them where it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who we could get, but if they go for him, it could be a mistake unless he's backed properly. So he's probably not a safe pair of hands, is he? You know, no. it'd, it'd be a little bit of a gamble, and you would think that. You know, if if someone was going to employ someone like that, they'd not only interview and speak to him, but they'd speak, you know, to contacts that they know, you know, about his approach, his style, and whatever. Because I, I, the <laughs> seems ridiculous now, but I'll admit this. You know, when Guardiola went to City, and basically everyone was, everyone on the City side was celebrating. It's like we've got the world's best coach, you know, world's best manager to come in. I was saying, well, you know, he's, he took over at Barcelona. He took over a great squad of players. Now, he was more successful than his predecessor, than when Rijkaard was there. Yeah. But he's coming in and he's got Messi, he's got Iniesta, Xavi, you know, all these fantastic players. I, I, I was saying, I, I could do an okay job, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, with those players, you you would think most people could go in and do a decent job. He's then gone to Bayern Munich, who you know are basically it's like Celtic going to Celtic in Scotland, isn't it? If you go to Bayern Munich in Germany, they always buy all the best players. They always, you know, they're always up there. So, but when he went to City, I was like, well, this is his first real test because although City had had a lot of money, you could see in the players that they had, 
they were all you know the wrong side of 30 weren't they you know they yeah. were all getting a bit older and i was like all right let's see what what he what he does here and uh history's told me that no no actually, actually he is pretty special but yeah. i think i think it's the same thing with zidane isn't it he needs to do it somewhere else you know and united would be you know if he did it at united you'd have to say right blimey yeah it, there is something special about this guy yeah Whereas, I agree. yeah he, he isn't like i say that that safe pair of well, hands put it this way dave first day in zidane let's let's think fantasy now first day in no problem now i remember Moyes getting a load of slating for showing rio and vidic videos of jagielka's defending <laughs> now, yeah. If he comes to United and shows them Ramos and he's talking to, you know, I, I'm Chris Smalling. You know, he speaks to Chris Smalling, who's absolute <laughs> nonsense of a player. Worst, oh, he's terrible. You've got Smalling, Jones. You know, he's only by you, he's a good defender, but he's just totally void of confidence after he played badly the other week. And you come in and then he looks around the dressing room and he's thinking, well, where's my Cristiano Ronaldo? Hang on a minute. Oh yeah, there's Anthony Marshall in the corner crying because he's, you know, he's, he's not been playing. Or there's Lukaku, who, who's touch the best of times, isn't, you know, isn't uh, even conference standard, you know. So you might get the goals, but you're thinking, where is that person who's going to lead the team? Pogba, you might get a tune out of Pogba Frenchman. He might, you know, be able to deal with him better. But I just can't see it, Dave. I just really can't. I just think Mourinho's the manager we needed in 2013. And two mm -hmm. managers yeah. later, who brought in their own dregs of awful players, he's firefighting against something he can't win, unfortunately, because mm. of the because it's how well City have been playing and stuff, and Liverpool now as well. So, yeah, yeah. I I'm sure I've said it before. Uh, again, I can't remember which podcast it was, whether it was this one or, or the coaching one. But if you look at the setup of Southampton, right, they seem to have their backroom sorted as well as anyone else. Because the amount of changeover they've had in managers, but they still keep churning out players. They still keep playing good football. It, it says to me they've got the back room sorted. I th it seems to be that, you know, United, and, and it'll be interesting again to see how Arsenal develops, because Ferguson had basically grown that club, you know, from gone from the days where the manager had his finger in every pie you know there was nothing that could go on without the manager knowing to becoming this huge you know multi-billion dollar uh industry that it is i, th I think it, it it's been a massive change but it's gone from that to a moise type philosophy to a van gaal type philosophy to a you know Mourinho philosophy and they're all buying slightly different players to fit into their own philosophy well if you buy in players without that idea of right this is the dna of our club this is how we're going to play this is these are the types of players that we we want to have if you're just buying expensive players you're going to be wasting a lot of money because the next manager they might not fit into that that way of playing yeah yeah no that's a great point a great point so um, and long may it continue because you know having having lived th lived in Manchester for ten years while United were basically cleaning up <laughs> and having to suffer it. This is uh, uh, this, I'm quite enjoying it at the moment. 
<laughs> but it, it, unfortunately, it all swings around, doesn't it? I mean, it, yeah. it sometimes takes decades, but it all swings around. So I'm, I'm just going to enjoy it while it lasts for the moment. You, you keep doing that, Dave. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's depress me, let's depress me even more, and uh, let's talk about the Chelsea Liverpool game, mate. So what, what did you think of that? Yeah, I mean, great for the neutral. Um, I think, you know, happy of the two sets of fans. You know, Liverpool, we're, we're going to be happier with that result just because of the timing, just psychologically. Um, I, I thought it was good. And I I think, you know, the, the manager, Sarri, he tried to play down Chelsea before. I think even before they played in the, in the uh, Carabao Cup earlier, you know, midway through last week. You know, and saying, you know, Manchester City and Liverpool are, are a step ahead of them. Which I think it was a bit premature, really, especially on the Liverpool side. It had a few good results in the league, uh, but, you know, we haven't really started the league yet. I mean, we're, we're almost a fifth of the way through, aren't we? But, yeah, you know, I thought he was being a little bit coy about that. And sure enough, you know, they, they did us in the Carabao Cup and, you know, they still look good. They're still going to be up there, aren't they, um, this year and, and, you know... I'm quite happy with the point just because, like I say, I could have quite easily called all three outcomes. You know, Liverpool could have won, Chelsea could have won, or it would have been a draw. As it happens, yeah. it was a draw. And, and like I say, just the fact that it happened in the 89th minute, we we are unlikely to miss so many good chances in a game, you know, and, and only score one goal. It, it just looked like it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the hardest chances ended up being the storage one. But, I mean, did did you see did you see the game, <laughs> Dave? I watched the whole game, <laughs> especially as me, you, and Ben in our little WhatsApp group. I had, as I said before <laughs> the game, I had the gif ready, the big, you know, fuck off gif. I had the big. <laughs> Um, we're going to stick it to you, Giff. And when Hazard scored, I have like a goals galore thing at work where we have we, these five of us in a little pool where it's, both teams have got a score and like a 10-game coupon. So we right. all do it one week. In fact, every fifth week we do it. So you put a fiver on. You could like between 1,200 to 1,800, depending on the games. So I just randomly pick games out. And one of the games was uh, Chelsea-Liverpool. So we're watching telly, me and Sam, um, and I've got on my phone, you know, the sky go on, which I know is a minute behind. So I'm watching Liverpool attack, and all of a sudden this app just flashes up 1 0 to Chelsea, and I'm like, you bastard. So <laughs> I had to take it off the app then because it ruined it, you know, because I was watching it live. But yeah, yeah. I went out of the room to make a brew, and it was 1 0. And I, I'm not lying to you, Dave. You know, to compound the fact that I would, I had everything ready to give it you and Ben. Because I even <laughs> said when Hazard scored, didn't the old head above, you know, like the the, the joke is to say hi, the um, Mr. Bean thing, dinner taking the mick, and used to yeah. laughing. And then as soon as I just walked in the room and looked down at my phone, and I saw stories you take. It wasn't a replay. It was like basically live as I'd seen it. And I just looked down, what we brewed down. And I was like, that's going in, and it went in the top corner. And straight away, the Homer Simpson hiding to the heads thing come out. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> to be fair, I thought, I thought you started well. Could have had a couple of goals. And then Chelsea, like Hazard, like you'd even said to me the day before about Hazard, didn't you say? He's going to have yeah, one of those seasons, yeah. I think, where he's just going to uh, dominate 
everything and then you know like the long goodbye sort of thing long kiss goodbye and and that's how it felt with him he's, he's head and shoulders above everyone and the only thing i'd say the only positive i can take dave and it doesn't matter because he's still scored is salah's not looking like himself at the moment i don't know if he's tired or not or that season not it was a fluke but that season's took a lot out of him but he just doesn't look right at the moment yeah, I think, I mean, on Hazard, so what, what I'd said is, you know, when, when Ronaldo had his last season for United, when Suarez had his last season for Liverpool, they just jumped up another level and played, you know, they were, they were just the best players in the league for that season. And, and it looks to me, certainly, you know, he's, he's scored twice against us in two games now in a week. And, uh, you know, he does look like that player. He looks like the best player in the league by far at the moment. And, you know, the goal that he scored, he made it look easy, but it wasn't. No, you know, it wasn't. He had, uh, he had Joe Gomez coming in, closing him down. He's no slouch at all. And with his left foot, you know, he just pops it into the far corner in, you know, the only angle that he could possibly score. And, you know, Allison's no, you know, he's not a small keeper either. So I just thought it was an outstanding finish. Um, but with Salah, you know what? I, I'm not quite as down as everyone else, I don't think, because his finishing looks off. Um, but this time last season, it, it looked a bit off as well. Um he didn't start the way he kind of finished. He had a purple patch, I would say, around you know the middle to the almost the end of of the season. But um, he's still getting into the positions. You know, he's still yeah. he's still lightning quick. He's he's uh, strong on the ball. He's still got good body movement. You know, he sold um, he sold the defender with just one one little shimmy. Ends up in a good position and then sticks it in Rosed. Uh, with the finish and, and everyone remembers the finish but to actually get into that position I thought was really good play so I don't know I, I he's not firing on all cylinders for sure but for me I'd still have him in there and, and unfortunately you know he got substituted and then Shakiri comes on for him and then misses a chance that, you know, even Salah, how he's playing now, I, I think he'd have stuck away. So, yeah, to be fair, I think Shakiri, if he'd been on his left, he'd have been a goal all day yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, I, I mean, you know, I looked at it and I thought, you could have even taken a touch. Yeah. He could have, to be fair. But they, I, I thought he's played well. I thought he defended well. He set up the team well. You know, Chelsea, as the home team, are going to attack, but you give them a run for the money. You didn't just sit back completely and I think on another day you probably could have stole something you could have got a re proper result I think for you like you said afterwards she's right and Ben said the same it felt like a victory which it does especially when your back's against the wall you you, you know I mean obviously at the moment as I've just alluded to we're terrible but every game I want us to win and mm. then you get to that desperation mode don't you 10 minutes to go thinking god I just want a draw now but yeah, you go yeah, into yeah. it thinking I want to win every game so I think in the, the long call of it is Chelsea's thought come to Anfield you know, so, so at the end of the day, that's a bit of a fortress at the moment. So it's, it's you know, working. You know what? We will not win the league by beating Chelsea, City and United. No. So it's it's everyone else, right? You beat everyone else and that's where you win the league. So I, I think it, it, it doesn't even... Because Liverpool have generally done quite well under Klopp you know, against the top sides. Probably United is that one blip 
you know, he don't seem to have done very well against you in recent years at all. But, you know, I think we've done well against those teams, but it's it's the others, it's the mid-table and the, the, the teams that defend deep, you know, and just hit us on the break. Those are the ones that we've struggled against. So it will be close. I mean, City look pretty pretty ominous still don't they but yeah you know no it's, i mean it, it it was like i say just felt like a victory i i am enjoying our little whatsapp group to be honest some of the some of the imagination on the on the gifts I, I, again I, i'll try and explain it but obviously the west ham united game had, had been on earlier in the day and so uh, ben and i were giving it large <laughs> <laughs> It's fair to say, yeah, but, yeah. you know, with, with a slight, you know, we knew that the game was coming up in the evening, so we're, we're feeding Chris all the ammunition he needs to just give it back both barrels. And of course, the Chelsea goal comes in, and the gif of uh, basically Mr. Bean, just <laughs> big smile on his face, just raised eyebrows, just a little subtle nod. <laughs> just, Absolutely brilliant, perfect gift. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I tell you what though, for that storage goal, as great as it was, I've watched it a few times now, and the Chelsea defence don't half stand off him. But he looks up, Dave. He looks up for a long time, doesn't he? As if to, like they were giving him no respect. And Sturridge can score left, right, headers. You know, he's a good striker when he's fit. He's a great striker. Yeah. And, you know, I know he's had his injury problems and he was found out on loan because Klopp didn't fancy him because of all the problems he've had, just because of his injury record, not because yeah. of his ability. And you're looking at him and even now you're thinking, why was it he fit for England in the summer? Yeah, he yeah. started so well for you this season when he's come on and that. So it's it's just, uh, it's frustrating as an England fan, I think, as well. But what a goal. I mean, he looks up and looks up again and goes, you know what, I'm going to have a goal for this. And it yeah, just, you know, yeah. it's one of them one in a hundred shots, but it was an absolute cannon of a shot. And, you know, but it's probably going to be pretty much up there in the top three or four of the, of the um, month, that goal of the month at least. Yeah, yeah. Cracking goal. Like you say, it's the fact that he's not just got his head down and just hit it as hard as he could. He's looked up and looked up, picked his spot and and you know i think you said on the commentary you know there's the only dis the size of the the you know between the goalkeeper's hand and the bar is about the size of the ball and that's that's exactly where the ball had to go and, and yeah. it went you know and it, it was just it, it was pretty special and, and like i say as a fan you, you know it happens in the 89th minute when you're losing just absolutely dream world no, I'm with you great goal great goal and deserved point as well and obviously um, going into the next game which is all segued in really is the City game City against Brighton now you and City are both on 19 points which I don't think is a bad thing to be honest Dave because you know going away to Stamford Bridge getting you've had a, quite a good record there over the years I think it's not bad I mean who have you got next Liverpool good question uh... <laughs> in fact I'll tell you let me have a look at the fixtures. No, we, we're playing at R5 next week. So we've got Napoli. Oh, City. Is it City? Is it away? Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pub. Oh, yeah. This one, I think. No, it's, it's at Anfield. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a good game. We're, we're in uh, Newcastle at home. Oh, that'd be a cracking game then, Dave. I'll be watching. That's half four, isn't it? So Yeah, yeah. So Southampton, Chelsea on before. You'll know 
the result of what's going down then. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we beat beat City three times out of four last year. Mm. All right, that one time they beat us was 5-0, but let's, let's skim over that one. Uh, we had 10 men. So, yeah, that's a tasty one, isn't it? Yeah, we could great. We could game that. Let's just don't you kick ten sons of you know what out of each other. But don't worry, Dave. I can't really send any gifts if City beat you because I hate them as much as I hate Liverpool. So, it would, see, you uh, say that, but I remember in the thirteen fourteen season, all all the United supporters seemed to be strangely supporting City. Yeah, well, Somebody, yeah, if, I did do that. Yeah, yeah if, if if it's out the two, I, I think. Uh, I think the hatred for Liverpool is probably just that bit more, isn't it? Yeah, it's you overtaking us in uh, the league wins, and obviously we've always got we've all, we've only won the Premier League, and you haven't at the moment. Yeah, haven't we? Yeah. So um, you can still throw the five times at us. So yeah, it's all fair in love and war, Dave. Um, Speaking of which, I have to say, you know, going to the Carabao Cup like last week, old uh, Harry Wilson's goal was a bit special, wasn't it? Oh, it was a belter, wasn't it? An absolute scream. That was like a FIFA goal gone wrong. Yeah. It was like a glitch or something because <laughs> you know, he played well in that Romero as well. He, he kept us out. We played really well. We started off well. It was a great goal for Matt. And after that, we just like, yeah, we're, we're done for the evening now, lads. Yeah. Come out. You know, you know, I don't know what was going, but yeah, belting free kick top corner the ball swerve Ronaldo style I think that's definitely got one of the goals of the season that was a great goal yeah he's, he's been practicing those I mean to be honest he's he's been in and around the the Liverpool youth team for for ages yeah and he got called up to Wales when he was about 16 or something you know and at the time you're thinking all oh, right it was this kid and uh, but then he you know he hasn't really pushed on and and certainly not come into the first team at all but you know, I, I look at that and he got man of the match, didn't he? I think probably, yeah, he played well. Actually, he might, might actually make it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think with Lampard there, though, he's going to give him that bit of freedom by the looks of it. I mean, and that's another kick in the teeth, not to keep going back to United, but, you know, he, he got whipped by Lampard, didn't he, Mourinho? So, yeah, yeah. One of his apprentices, wasn't it? So, right. yeah. Well, good stuff. Though, what I do, if you spotted anything else over the weekend, Dave, before we. Well, yeah, so, so City, I mean, uh, Standard, you know, uh, win against Brighton. I do think Raheem Sterling again. He just he he looks like he's stepped up a level. He's such a different player when he plays for City um, than than for England. But I think, yeah. you know, again going to that game next week, he's never played well against Liverpool since he's since he's gone to City. Um, but I, I always fear because I rate him really highly. And he's just, uh, you know, I think he, because of the way he left and everything, he gets a bit stick from the fans. And I think it all gets to him a bit. So he's never really played well. But you just think statistically at some point he's going to turn it on, you know, and he's going to put in a man of the match performance. But, but yeah, so, you know, City's win fairly easy. I thought Arsenal were... A little yeah. bit lucky to, to you know, 2-0, it sounds comfortable. I, I don't think it was. Um, you know, Watford Watford could have quite easily uh, come away with something there. Um, Everton, looking at theirs, so, you know, that was a decent 3-0, wasn't it, against Fulham. And, and again, Fulham, they, they spent a lot of money in the summer, didn't they? But, you know, a little bit up and down, I think. And, and they might be... You know they might take a little bit of time to gel as well. 
Yeah, exactly. But one thing I wanted to know over the weekend, Dave, as well, is uh, my boys Burnley took Cardiff. Yeah. Now, Dave, my little observation last week, you and Ben have now seen the light when it came to uh, Neil Warnock's haircut. Would you like to discuss that? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I, I hadn't really thought about it, you know, until you mentioned it on the podcast. And so I, I thought, right. I'll Google him, and then and then one of the first images that came back. I mean, it's hard to describe, isn't it? But it is like <laughs> he's got a wig on. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's, it's bizarre. Right? Well, I must admit, I'll hold my hands up. Afterwards, I was thinking, "Oh my God, he's not had an illness, has he, or something?" You know, like oh God, it, he's got cancer or something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't mean you know, obviously. You know, that's close to my heart as anything, so I would never take the mick i don't think he has but I, you know you just say something flippantly as a joke i'm thinking oh my god have i not dropped myself in it i was waiting for someone to give me a roasting but i don't think the four listeners were that bothered Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even me you and ben and then the fourth one someone from uh, east asia so we're all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no. good stuff. so uh, i think that's it dave for this week i think uh is there anything else you want to drop in there before we yeah, go? Or no, I'm just trying to think where where are Burnley now? So Burnley are twelfth. You know, you I keep keep looking for Burnley and how they're doing because that's your your tip for for the top four. <laughs> you know what I love though? It's still one of the funniest things in any of the podcasts I've ever done. Was the like we were doing our comics in motion podcast and you were laughing, weren't you? When you said Old Matron the other day, we were chatting, weren't we? About, yeah. The, the, what we reviewed this weekend, um, Man of Steel, but it's when I said Wolverhampton Wanderers, and then I said, I've got another one here. No, and Ben goes, What? They're not you, you know, your dark horse. And, yeah. and he, he went, Why? And then Ben went, Oh, I can't wait for this. And you went, Oh, blimey. You know, yeah, like, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's proper comedy timing, and it's something that stuck in my head with the podcast. Is to think, You know what? These are going to be rubbish this season i'm gonna get roasted and the and they're not coming in the top four what a terrible prediction yeah <laughs> so, no no so i think that's it i mean uh, you know you've now got uh you've got city and liverpool on 19 points you got chelsea on 17 it, it's it's all building up to next week isn't it you know that yeah. that's gonna be intriguing and again as a fan I'd, I'd take a point now, to be honest. <laughs> well, I think looking at the team, Dave, looking at the, at the moment, I mean, obviously, it's going to be a hard sell for me as a United fan to even look past even Arsenal at the moment, who are fifth. But if Chelsea draw and you and City draw, then it's opened it up. If Arsenal and Spurs win, then they're on 18. And it, and it right, you know, they, they could be a right um, list of teams there fighting. So that's the only way someone below could get in through the back door if they start taking points off each other. But potentially, you could have five teams within a point or two points of each other next week yeah yeah i mean just just to say on arsenal i guess you know it, it was going to be intriguing to see how they did you know and they've won the last five games now yeah. they're, they're sort of quietly going about it aren't they so you know they're on the they're on 15 points um you know so only four points off city and you sort of think they, they've just they haven't looked spectacular um, you know, and and they they didn't have a, a a great start, but yeah, just been quietly going about it. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree, and and 
that could be a good thing for Arsenal because the, the glamour, flashy stuff only works in certain games, doesn't it? And then when they needed that bit of fight, they never had it. So maybe that's what Emery's doing with them. He's giving yeah. that bit of steel. So, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think that top five, Dave, and being completely honest at the moment, that's going to be the top five. You know, whether they end up in them positions, I don't know, but I don't think we're going to hit top five at the moment. It, it's not looking likely, is it? No. Um, no. But it's, it's a long season, you know, like I say... Seven games in, uh, still plenty of football to play. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Good stuff, Dave. Now, have you got any plugs for us, Dave, before we go? So, yeah, Chris, I would like to plug, as I always do, the Grassroots Coachcast. Um, so, that's where Ben and myself talk about youth football coaching. Uh, we both coach under 11s teams. Ben coaches the, the boys and I coach the girls. And we come together uh, and discuss some kind of subject, some aspect of what it is we're doing, some of the challenges that we have with that and uh, on and off the pitch. Yeah, just, just put ourselves out there to hopefully help other coaches out there who are in a similar position. About yourself, Chris? Yeah, we've got our podcast, Comics in Motion. So if you're into comic books or into sort of superhero movies, get over to Comics in Motion P on Twitter or on iTunes, the Comics in Motion podcast, where myself and Dave run through each week either a movie, TV series, animated film or animated cartoon. And we just review it and give it our eagle eye and expertise, shall we say, Dave, after 38 podcasts. So, yes, get yourselves over to Comics in Motion and give our podcast a follow. And then also my vlogging channel is Live Seapod 78 Vlogs, where there's different vlogs from New York and around the world, and I'm all gearing up for my Vegas trip, so there'll be plenty of videos to get involved with. That's it, I think, Dave. Good stuff, good stuff. Now, so, Dave. Looking forward to the next week. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> We're both trying to see. <laughs> We're both trying to see how it goes. So, Chris, how are you going to lead us out? <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, as a disgruntled Manchester United fan, there's nothing positive coming out of Old Trafford. The only thing I can say is... I don't get anything to say. <laughs> I've got nothing positive. Screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs>